Marketing your photography business can often feel daunting. It can feel like the hardest part for so many photographers, and I don't want it to be that way for you. Marketing, simply put, is just showing up and being visible and letting people know what it is that you offer and who you serve. So I'm so excited to introduce our guest today on the show, Natalie Blinkish. She is a messaging and marketing coach and the host of the Wildly Aligned Marketing Podcast. She's on a mission to help women book more soulmate clients through the power of compelling copy and relationship-centered marketing. Natalie also believes that being yourself isn't a cheesy cliche, but actually the key to building a strong, profitable online brand and business. I invited Natalie on the show today because I wanted you to hear her perspective of how not to overcomplicate marketing, the different cycles that our business goes through, and how to authentically show up, ditch perfectionism, and connect with our ideal audience through messy marketing. Now, when I say messy, you're going to understand what that means, but it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a strategy. It doesn't mean that you're not going to show up as your best self. It's just going to mean that you show up even when you don't necessarily feel like you have something important to share. You show up just because people connect with businesses who have other humans on the other side. They want to see you. They want to hear about you. And so I'm so excited for you to hear our conversation. Let's jump right in. Hey, mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan. And I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey, Natalie, welcome to the show. I am so excited to be here with you today and cannot wait to talk about ditching perfectionism and being okay taking action when it comes to marketing, even if it feels a bit messy. So before we jump in, I would love for you to take a minute and just introduce yourself to our listeners. Let us know who you are, who you live with, and what you do. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you. Um, So I am Natalie. I live in Minnesota with my husband and our eight-year-old daughter, and I am a messaging and marketing coach for women online entrepreneurs. So um, very passionate about helping women not make marketing complicated, show up, um, serve the people that they're called to serve, and connect with them in the simplest way possible. I love that. And I can't wait to really talk about this topic today because I do feel like marketing can be one of those really big, scary, audacious 
things that we have to do as business owners. And a lot of people tend to shy away from it. And when I ask people in my community, what is like your number one struggle? A lot of people say marketing. And I think it's because it's a corporate word, right? And it feels really big and like, we don't want to screw it up. Right. So do you think that people tend to overcomplicate marketing? Yeah, for sure. And, and just to echo with what you just said. Yeah, I have definitely seen throughout the years that I've been in business because I originally got started in 2018 that that is always, you know, one of the the top answers that I hear from women in terms of struggles in their business, right, of the marketing piece. And that can show up many different ways. Um, so, yes, I definitely see many ways that women really overcomplicate marketing. Um, and, you know, even just thinking about specific ways that it shows up. And I was just talking about this on Instagram the other day. Um, one of the biggest ways that I think women trip themselves up is thinking about it in this all or nothing mentality of like, you know, they have this big grand plan in their head of how they would ideally like to show up and, you know, they want to have all these things going right. And, It's kind of like a good comparison is if you want to lose weight and January 1st hits and you're like, I'm going to work out for two hours every day and I'm going to drink tons of water and I'm going to like only cook, you know, only eat homemade food and I'm going to do this and this. And like it's you're jumping in and you're trying to do everything and make all these big changes at once you're not going to be able to sustain that very long. And so that is, I would say, one of the biggest things that I see with women is having this all or nothing mentality. And then it it stops them from actually implementing stuff and moving forward and seeing the momentum that they want to see. Oh my gosh. Yes. I'm like nodding my head because I'm like, yeah, I've so been there. I've so been there being like, okay, well, if I can't do it all, I'm going to do nothing, right? Like if I can't show up the way I want to, I'm just going to skip it. And I feel like that comes from just being overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. it's, it's hard when we have so many hats that we wear as business owners. And we think of marketing as this like it has to be like marketing is the way, right? That we're going to get clients and we're going to make money. And we just put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do it right. Would you say that there are like seasons of marketing that like that different business, all businesses, I suppose, would go through that kind of like helps build that foundation? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and I think it's it's helpful to look at business or marketing with this lens as well, because, um, you know, if you look at even nature, like we have the different seasons in the year, right? And they're very different. Like in winter, you're not starting new things. Like everything is frozen underground. (laughs) If you live somewhere with four seasons, I'm in Minnesota, so I'm looking at piles of snow outside. But, um, you know, winter, the season is very different from summer when everything is in bloom and green. And, you know, and um, so if you think about your business in a similar lens, I think it can just really help take the pressure off to realize that, like one, you're not a robot. So you can't be at 100% productivity or visibility or whatever it is all the time. 
because you are a human and um and specifically as women too like i don't know if you've talked about um or if you're familiar with cycle syncing at all but i know that that's one thing that kind of blew my mind when i started realizing oh my gosh me like as a woman I even go through cycles of my energy and where, you know, my focus is best. So um, in terms of seasons in marketing um, and when it comes down to talking about messy action, which is something that I talk about a lot, you know, I really believe that everyone goes through this kind of cycle of, you know, when you're just getting started or maybe you took a pause on your business and you're just coming back and you are trying to get in a good rhythm again or maybe you just pivoted your business, you really need to embrace that imperfect action. To you, it probably feels really like, oh my gosh, I'm showing up as a hot mess. But if you're anything like me and you have really high standards for yourself, it's realizing that, you know, my quote unquote good enough is actually really amazing. (laughs) And so just allowing yourself to, um, like give yourself permission to throw spaghetti at the wall in that season of I'm trying to get back to this place of consistency and showing up and and finding a good rhythm for myself. And that's where you're at. And that's totally fine. Right. And then once we're in that messy action season for a while, we get to a point where it's like, okay, now I'm really craving structure. I'm craving more, you know, um, I need walls around this. Like it's just too fluid and I'm flying by the seat of my pants and now this is stressful, right? And then you enter a season of maybe getting systems set up. And then again, you might circle back around to, well, now something feels off. This feels out of alignment or I don't know if this is really what I'm doing is lining up with where I want to go in my business, right? And then you enter back into the messy season. So um that is one thing that I do really firmly believe that we all go through these seasons and even just identifying kind of where you're at in terms of, you know, are you really embracing messy action? Are you craving um, structure and consistency and frameworks? Or are you in the season of, I need to readjust, I need to pivot, you know, something needs to shift here, um, can really help you give yourself grace ultimately for wherever you're at right now. I think that is so important to note too, and showing up authentically, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's where you're, where you are kind of heading with this too, is like not showing up as someone that you're not right now Mm -hmm. and just being who you are in that moment. And I think I struggle with this as a leader and maybe you do as well, but like feeling like we always have to show up on, right? Like I have to be ready when I'm showing up on Instagram or, you know, I have to look like I have everything together. But really when we show up authentically, we're giving other people the space and the permission to show up messy also, which I think is really important because we live in a world that is so focused on aesthetics and looking a certain way and having the perfect life. But in reality, that's just not real. (laughs) Like that's not and that's not how I want to live. So why, why do you think that is Natalie, that we feel this pressure to show up perfect? Yeah, I mean, one thing that comes to mind is just kind of the model, like if you're if you're looking at busy, you know, moms working from home running a business while also raising kids. Um, a lot of the models that you see for running businesses, we think about either corporate or just kind of like traditional business models. And I know my very first year of business, um, I had to really give myself a permission slip to show up 
real because all the examples that I had around me or most of them were women who either didn't have kids, so they were running their business and they had all the time in the world, right? And not only that, they had like their set business hours and they had their perfect office background and their desk. And I was like, I'm working in my bed while my daughter's sleeping next to me or from the kitchen table, right? And so it just, it was like two totally different worlds. And so I think, um, comparison can play a huge role there because we are comparing ourselves to what we think we should look like, right? Or even just trying to mimic how other people show up in their business, right? There are some people who always have their hair done and their makeup done um, and their kids are gone when they're jumping on stories or lives or whatever. There's other people who don't have that, right? And and you and I have talked about this in terms of like having your kids around. Well, it's going to look a lot differently for you. And so um, I know comparison plays a huge role in that because you're, you're using someone else's life and business stage and everything to, um, you know, as a measuring stick. And then ultimately you're feeling like I'm not where I'm supposed to be. And so I can't show up, right? And it, it causes you to shrink back ultimately. Yeah, I can totally relate to that for sure. Like having pivoted to homeschooling my kiddos just two years ago, it's changed a lot for me and I have to get used to working with them again because I was used to not having them home and it does feel hard. And I often find myself being like, oh, they're home and they're noisy. So like, I just can't record a story right now. Or, you know, I'm, I'm telling them, hey, I'm recording a story, be quiet. When really it's like, Everybody that follows me, for the most part, are moms, and they Mm -hmm. understand that I'm a mom. And probably seeing my kids in the background is like refreshing because they're like, "Look, she has her kids running around, and like she doesn't have all this time in the world where she can record stories in perfect silence. Like if she can do it, so can I." And I think that's really, that's really important. It's really powerful to to give moms that support as well, that they can show up and it doesn't have to be this perfect situation. Yeah, exactly. And that relatability piece is huge, right? I'm drawn to the people like you you were asking me about from a leadership perspective, right? So thinking about it from that lens, if you can show up authentically in this season of having littles or homeschooling and running business or whatever it looks like for you know anyone listening, you are giving other people that permission slip and showing, you know, that like, hey, if I can do it, so can you. And that is really refreshing in the online space, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, especially because it's it's interesting how um, for me in the marketing world, the stuff that is that, that has people talking right now is like the AI and like a lot of that stuff when it comes to automation and to me, I'm like, okay, that emphasizes even more the need for, like, people want real. They want, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the messiness that is being a being a human. Um, and we're not robots. We're not machines. And so, um, yeah, just remembering that when you are able to be relatable and show up with the real life stuff, it um, it allows you to show up as a leader in in another aspect and. Um, One other thing that came up for me when you asked, kind of going back to your question about if I experiencing or if I experience those challenges as a leader, um, something else I would say in terms of overcomplicating marketing as well is thinking about it in a very specific lens of 
you know, sometimes marketing is very external. Like we're showing up, we're getting visible, we're posting on stories, we are doing podcast interviews, right? Like there's a lot of that kind of stuff. But sometimes we're behind the scenes and we're serving clients and we're refining our program and our systems and maybe getting referrals or um, just having conversations in the DMs. Like, you know, to kind of take that pressure off of yourself, especially when you're in a season that's very full and just reminding yourself that um, those things that move the needle forward in your marketing and in your business aren't always going to look the same and it doesn't have to always be um, visible to the public too. Yes, very true. And I think like one thing that I really kind of want to shift into, because for people who might be listening and they might still be feeling like marketing is so scary, like, can you maybe like give a more simplified, simplified term to like, what does marketing even mean? Like somebody who is ready to be more visible in their business, like how can you kind of just simplify it and bring it down to like really basic terms? Yeah. Okay. I love this question. Um, So I would say to really distill down what is marketing, it's not scary. It's essentially how are you connecting with the people that you're called to serve, right? There's lots of different ways that it can look. I am a very firm believer that marketing just like anything in business is not one size fits all. Um, and so you do not have to, you know, you don't have to have a Facebook group or do a podcast or live videos or whatever it is that you see a lot of people doing um, just because someone else has seen success with that strategy. Um, and I actually have, I don't know how detailed you want me to get into this and so you can let me know, but um, when it comes to marketing, I like to look at it, I talk about it as your marketing roadmap, where there's just kind of some essential elements of what you need to have a solid, successful marketing strategy that flows. And there's so much flexibility within that to find things that work for you. Um, so I can get into that if you want me to share kind of some examples. Yeah, I'd um, love that. Okay. So when it comes to your marketing roadmap and, you know, thinking about marketing is not complicated, right? It's just how you're connecting with the people that you're called to serve and thinking about what's going to work best for you and your business. Um, we'll kind of take it down from the top down. So at the top, you have your external visibility or traffic as, as sometimes people refer to it. So you're thinking about how are you getting in front of new faces, new people, um, other people's audiences potentially. Um, so external visibility, you can do things like podcast guest interview swaps or um, reaching out to new people on Instagram or um, local outreach, right? Like virtual or in-person networking. So there's a lot of different things that you could do to get in front of fresh faces. So that's right there at the top is external visibility and thinking about getting in front of new people. And then you take it a step down and you think about your internal visibility. So this is um, your community and also the content that you're creating. Um, and so, again, there's a lot of flexibility here. I'm not going to tell you that there is a certain social media platform that you need to be on or that it needs to look a certain way. But you do want to think about, like, what is my... Um, my main community when it comes to 
um, social media or connecting with me. So, you know, whatever that platform is for you, make it really clear so that you have a main place. Um, And same with your content. Um, And this can, you know, I know a lot of your listeners are photographers. And so this could be, um, it could be a blog post where you're kind of showcasing um, past clients and their shoots and just kind of telling a little bit of the backstory and capturing those moments, or it could be like for you and I, Ashley, we have our podcast, right? Um, and so those are the ways that like internally we are we are getting in front of our own existing audience and nurturing those familiar faces, right? Um, and then you take it a step down and you've got your sales tool. So whatever you use for um, turning potential clients into actual clients, right? So this could be a free call. It could be um, a free downloadable that gets them onto your email list. There's a lot of different things there. And then of course, the next step down is your offers. So just bringing it back to like trying to make it as simple as possible. You've got external visibility, getting in front of new faces. You've got internal visibility. What's your community? What kind of content are you creating? How are you nurturing your own little ecosystem and then whatever you're using as a sales tool and then that leads them to your offers. So, you know, just just viewing it as kind of almost like mapping out what is that client journey that you want to take people on um, and being clear in your mind so that you feel like it's not all over the place. And I think looking at it from the standpoint too helps you identify any gaps. You know, if you're missing one of those pieces, then you can go in there and fill that in so that it is a smooth process for them. Oh, this is good. Okay. I love that you talked about this process. I have a similar process, but I I name it something different, but it's essentially the same thing. Like it's getting (laughs) visible in front of new audiences. It's making sure you have a nurture plan. Like how are you going to create that no like trust factor with these people And then how are you going to engage with them? Like, how are you going to keep them interested? How are you going to eventually invite them, right? So like, if you're not inviting people with a call to action in your marketing, your marketing will fall flat. And then finally, like delivering that great client experience. So you get those referrals and they start to market your business for you. So I think like now that that our listeners have like a clear picture of showing up messy, right? noticing that there's seasonality in how your marketing kind of ebbs and flows and knowing sort of like a a plan of what, what to do. What do you think would be like some first steps? So people are like, okay, Natalie, I'm understanding this. That's making sense. But like, how do I actually do this? Where do I start? And how do I, how do I show up messy? How do I ditch that perfectionism? Yeah, yeah. Um, Just to clarify your question. So getting started in terms of like, they have their marketing plan mapped out or like getting the clarity to do the create that marketing plan. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think just like, where do they start? So now that they know, like, I need to be visible, I need to have a, you know, like, long form content on my blog to start sharing on my social media, I need to have a sales tool. Do you like, do you recommend they start with that external visibility first? Or should they start with their long form content? Like, I'm just trying to like, break it down practically. Like if these listeners leave today with this information, what do they do next? Like what would be like a good next step? 
Yeah, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, so I do actually recommend that if you're just getting started with this process and mapping out those pieces that I just shared to actually start with the internal visibility. So you want to you want to have a place to send people to, right? To to connect with you in your world. So having your community, figuring out what type of content you're creating. And if you're just getting started, you know, content is even something that can sound big and scary. Like showing up a few times a week on social media, maybe you're um, sharing um, recent client photos on Instagram and, you know, jumping on Instagram stories or whatever it is. Like that's great. Just know, you know, know what you can start with right now and commit to um, and go with that. And so I would recommend that step number one is focus on that internal visibility piece. Make sure that you have your community, you are showing up in some aspect um, and creating content to nurture those um, connections and get to know those people that are already in your world um, and that you have the sales tools and the offers, right? Like you have that created there. And once you do that, then you can shift to focusing on in external visibility. Um, and I see, I see this mentality a lot with, um, marketing as a whole. And it's very interesting to me, like looking at kind of how a lot of newer business owners approach visibility, they come into it with this mindset of, I need to get in front of new people. And of course, we always want to like continue to grow our audience, right? And find new clients. Um, But often there's a lack of focus on just nurturing the people that are already in front of you. And I recently did an episode on this where I talked about how your audience size doesn't matter. And essentially, I was sharing this this idea, right, that like, yes, you want to get in front of fresh faces, but don't forget that there's already people in your world, right? So you could just be like day one, just starting your photography business, like, all right, (laughs) I'm, I'm posting and I'm sharing that this is what I'm doing and I'm opening up spots, right? But don't get so focused on um, the grass is greener. Like I need to, I need to meet these new potential clients that are out there and aren't following me yet. Um, and forget that there's already people in your circle. Um, and so that's, that's for sure. Like step number one is start showing up there. It's kind of like juggling too. Like you got to get a good rhythm with showing up for your own audience before you send in new people, because otherwise, um, it's almost like, this is another analogy, but it's almost like inviting people like, hey, you should come back to my house. We're having a party. And they get there and there's nothing happening. And they're like, well, this is Love awkward. Right. <laughs> I'm going to leave. <laughs> I'm going to go now. <laughs> that's such a good analogy. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely like starting starting point. You know, step one is um, just doing that. So I'll pause if there's anything you wanted to add there. Yeah, no, I think that's great because I think a lot of people just really struggle with getting started, but mm-hmm. then you you hit on something so important was the consistency piece. Like if you just show up and you're marketing here and there occasionally and then you're like, "Oh shoot, I should market again." and then you're not doing it, like it really is hard for people to want to stick around if there's nothing going on to keep them entertained or to keep mm-hmm. them wanting to come back for more. And I always like to share too, like if you're not really busy in your business, it's okay to share your personal life because a lot of people really are more connected to your personal life than your business anyways. 
people buy from people. And so show who you are outside of your business. If you're in that waiting game where you're like, I'm, I, you know, I'm a little bit slower and I don't have client work to share. That's fine. It's okay to show up and show yourself and what you've got going on and be authentic about that. I mean, maybe don't like shout out from the rooftops, like I'm not busy, like, because you know, you want people to think you're busy, but also what can you do in that slow time to still show up and be consistent? Yeah. So I'd love for you to share one last final thought before we end, but how, like, if you could sum it up in like a few sentences, like how can these mamas ditch the perfection and the mentality of like showing up perfect all the time? Yeah. So it really does go back to what I said earlier about the all or nothing mentality, right? And thinking about it in terms of the compound effect. So really focusing on the fact that every time you take little baby steps, right? So to you, it might seem really insignificant, the fact that you're just kind of chipping away at these big projects or big goals that you have for your business. But actually, those are really significant because with time, like if anyone's read Atomic Habits, if you have not read it, definitely check it out. But um, they have, um, they talk about that approach in there of like, essentially, like you're always getting 1% better, right? Like you're just slowly building and creating momentum. And that is how big things happen. And so it's really about shifting your focus to looking at the little micro actions and the little baby steps and just moving the needle one inch further, right? Um, And so at the core, I would say it's really a mindset shift of just like releasing yourself from this expectation that you have to be crazy productive and get like these, you know, big strides done in your business every day and just look at like, how can I move the needle a little bit more forward in my business today? How can I move people maybe one inch closer to um, working with me or whatever that is? And so that's what I would say. And, you know, something that's been really helpful for me is kind of finding a a motto or something that that really resonates when it comes to taking that imperfect action. And so it could be for you, like um, embrace messy action or done is better than perfect or my goal is good enough or whatever, like just putting that like on a sticky note. And I do this all the time. I'll stick it on my desk or computer somewhere that I see it regularly to just remind myself that my goal is to just be present and show up. And I can release myself from having these crazy high standards because I know that at the end of the day, I do have that strong work ethic and I do show up with integrity, right? And I know for anyone listening, you're the same way, right? Like you have that integrity and you put so much heart and soul into um, serving your clients or your potential clients that you will be serving one day. And so just remembering that you can take the pressure off and just kind of chip away and that is going to amount to great things in the long run. That's how you get there. Mm, So, so good, Natalie. Thank you so much. I love just that one step further analogy of like, just do the thing, right? Don't worry about all the logistics of everything, because honestly, in the grand scheme of things, like it doesn't matter. What matters is that you show up and you're consistent about it. And everything else will fall into place after that. So yeah, yeah. 
I really appreciate you taking the time to be here with us today. I'd love for you to take a moment and share with everyone where they can find you and how they can connect with you. Yeah, for sure. So I'm over on Instagram. You can find me at natalie.blenkush. And then I also have a podcast as well, which is called Wildly Aligned Marketing. Awesome. And I'll make sure I link all of that in the show notes. And maybe you can give us the link for that podcast episode that you mentioned as well, because that would be so helpful for people that maybe are starting with a small audience and just need that boost to help them out. Yeah, definitely. I'll definitely do that. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here today. And until next time, guys, we'll see you. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Oh, mamas, that was so refreshing. Doesn't it feel absolutely doable to show up in this way, knowing that things don't have to be perfect, knowing that every specific detail doesn't have to be plotted out, that we can just show up authentically who we are in the messy middle of wherever we might be, showing up and being real and letting people know what it's really like to be a business owner, what it's really like to be a mom running a business owner. I hope that you have found encouragement and new strategies that you can implement into your marketing today. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram, tag me at the purpose gathering and Natalie at natalie.blinkish and let us know what your biggest takeaway from today's episode was. Until next time, Mama, I am always here rooting for you and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, Remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.